Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. What's going on? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen out there in the world? It's Thursday, January 7th, if I'm not mistaken. You know, sometimes I get my days mixed up. But I'm pretty sure I think the day is January 7th. I mean, June 7th, that they're in with, 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 the, with the January again. But, uh, yeah, today is Thursday, June 7th. 2018 oh man we got a lot to a lot to get into today um game three of the nba finals was last night and the golden state warriors defeated the cleveland cavaliers 110 to 102 at home in the queue um this game really uh hold on how rude i am how was y'all day so far how was y'all day mine has been pretty good i've been up since about seven seven something um, but, uh, and that's mountain time. I know for all y'all on the East coast, you know, y'all already two hours ahead, but I'm two hours behind that East coast time. So, but, uh, last night game was a tad bit interesting for me because I thought that we would really, you know, get a mad LeBron and I don't necessarily believe that that's what we got. Um, you know, just general things. I was just t- uh, saying during the game, I kind of refrained from tweeting last night um, just because I wanted to make sure that I watched this game entirely. I, I didn't really want to miss much out of this game. So I I, I actually, you know, um, watched this game fully like like I always do it's not that I don't you know but this game I pay special attention you know just because of the simple fact that um that this was this was game three you know this was a must win you know this was this was um this was basically for all the marbles because now you know uh and I have a different opinion about where I think this series is going to go now and we would definitely get into that uh we would definitely get into that a little bit later on you know my game picks uh for tomorrow night um in Cleveland uh but you know KD was absolutely sensational last night like I, I, i'm willing to go you know to the to the to the to the point of um he actually his 40 his what did he had last night 43 last night was to me probably more impressive than what LeBron did in game one. And I'm not even going to say just because they, they won the game because that doesn't really determine how impressive a performance was to me, because you could still have a 51 as LeBron did put up a 51 spot and still lose. So, and the performance, we graded his performance alone. We didn't grade it because he lost the game. Nobody, I don't remember anybody saying uh, he scored 51 and they lost as a slight to LeBron. You know, they were saying like 51, how can you lose the game and you score 51? So I think Kevin Durant's uh, performance, man, was was, 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 was top notch. I think he was... I think he was absolutely spectacular. And I said during many times of the game that it just felt like LeBron didn't want to be there. It felt like he he did not want to shoot the ball. And I said, I don't know if it came from, you know, he already know that this series is over with. So he's like, why even try? But just to me last night, I just thought 
you know, he played subpar. But back, we're going to get to LeBron. Back to KD, though. I mean, the he didn't have 51 like LeBron did, but his shots was timely. I mean, every, it seemed like every shot he took, it was calculated. It was the it was the right shot. It was at the right moment of the game. You know, I can think of back right before halftime. Um, right before halftime, they down. I believe it was nine. Uh, they get the switch of LeBron with Larry Nance. Kevin Durant gets gets Larry Nance Jr. and and you already know what's coming because he's feeling it. Like you you seen it. He 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 was literally unstoppable. I believe at one point, I think at halftime when he was like ten or twelve, he he was unstoppable. You know, throughout this whole game, he got the switch on Larry Nance. What did he do? He he, he does his famous his his famous, uh, right left hard like hesitate right go back left and he pulled up right in Larry Nance's grill and now. Instead of being being up nine at halftime, guess what? Now you're only up six. And what does and what does that do for the Golden State Warriors confidence? It lets them know that as bad as Steph is playing. And Steph Steph went what? Uh three three of sixteen last night, eleven points, five rebounds, six assists, and he was one of ten from the three point line. You get that game out of Steph, one out of ten with eleven points. You get you get a 4-4-11 game, 2 out of 5 for Klay Thompson for 10 points. You only get 10 points out of Draymond Green, and you lose this game by 8? But instead of you going to, to halftime up 9, now, you, now, now you're going to, to, the, to, to have only up by 6. And now you, got, now you got them thinking, as bad as we played, and any athlete can tell you this, when when you're in a game and you shouldn't be in that game, but somehow you're in the game, it gives you extra motivation, extra confidence. And especially when you're already the better team. You're like, guys, we on the road, game three, we knew how they were going to come out. We knew how they were going to come out. And yet, we took their best punch, our, our best punch, one of our best players in Steph Curry having a terrible night by the halftime because he got three fouls. And we, we're also going to talk about that. I want to do that because I want to analyze that portion into LeBron's performance because I got a, I got a lot of points to make about that. But you giving them confidence like we took their best punch on the road in the NBA Finals and we're only down six. As bad as our, our two-time MVP is playing, as bad as our, our other great shooter is playing, and we're still only down six. So I knew this game was was was, was shaking to be, you know, a, a good matchup. And then coming in, in the second half and Katie just took over. You know, his mid-range game is unstoppable. I've, I've said for the longest, Kevin Durant is 6'11". It is hard to guard a guy 6'11", especially who got the skill set as KD because KD misses when he wants to. It's not like you're doing anything. That's why, you know, I, I you know, I, I get kind of upset when people say, well, you know, uh, when they're trying to make it as a slight, you know, to LeBron that he can't guard Kevin Durant. Well, who can, you know, who who can guard KD? KD just misses when he wants to miss, you know, and, and, and I tell people all the time, even back when he was in OKC in the in the finals against OKC, he averaged 30 that series. It was just a quiet 30 because at the times of the game, he went missing. But he, Kevin Durant has always been a scorer. And 6'11", with a wingspan, with a wingspan of, of, uh, of seven, whatever he got, you know, um, it is hard to guard that. Once he raised up, even on LeBron, and LeBron is 6'9". Once he raises up, he's so long, he's already looking at the basket. So if your hand is not up before he before he goes up, you're you're basically at his mercy, you know. Um and that's what happened last night, you know, uh and then over to LeBron, I mean, you think he had a triple dub. Most people look at that and say, Oh man, he had thirty three, ten and eleven. You know, what is it to be mad about? Well, that's why you don't just watch ESPN. That's why you just don't watch the highlights. Because this whole game, I'm yelling at my TV. Me and my lady, we went to um, Texas Roadhouse yesterday. 
uh, for the first half of the game, you know, before the game started. So I watched the first half at uh, Texas Roadhouse, and I'm at Texas Roadhouse just, like, beating on the table. Like, I'm like, that's why I can't, you know, and I told her, I was like, that's why I don't like watching games out in public because I get too intense when I'm watching it. But then, you know, I'm, I'm in, in the first half, they still had the lead, so I wasn't too, too, you know, um, upset about it. But in the second half, when 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 Golden State finally takes the lead, you know, um, then they take the lead with about um eight minutes left in the game, about eight forty something. Javale McGee off of a missed shot. Javale McGee uh gets the tip gets the tip in, you know uh, but I'm yelling at my TV now because LeBron is still in passive mode, you know. All that passing work when you was ahead, that's cool, LeBron. Like you know, I'm good with that. I'm I'm good with the with the uh with the eleven assists. I'm 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 good with that. But what I'm not good with is when you're losing, your guys aren't making shots and you're still trying to pass the ball instead of taking over because nobody can guard you. No, Iggy, Iggy wasn't even Iggy Iggy didn't even play except for the first half. And then and LeBron, they needed you in the second half, and I just thought he was being too passive. He was being just. He was being classic LeBron, and this is what I hate, you know, and this is where I think him and Michael definitely um, is two totally different players, and sometimes I wish he was like Michael. You know, Michael knew when when to pass, but if Kobe knew when to pass, but if you're not making me give up the ball, why am I passing the ball? There was plenty of times where LeBron was one-on-one and and. And he's looking for a way out. He's looking to pass the ball instead of being 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 aggressive attacking. You know, I'm looking at some plays right now as 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 we speak where he's driving right down the lane. He's already up in the air on one defender and he's passing the ball out. That makes no sense. You know, um and and and, and I said last night, the reason why LeBron LeBron should have had fifty three last night. He 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 could have easily had fifty three last night. Like that was literally reachable. That was attainable. You know? Fifty-three last night was attainable. But LeBron was looking to pass the ball so much. He was he was so passive to the fact that when he actually had to shoot, his shot was so off because he didn't really want to shoot. He's shooting the ball because, oh man, I got to. Oh, I'm shooting the ball because I got no choice. He was standing around in the fourth quarter watching watching guys like Rodney Hood work, which, by the way, Rodney Hood had a good game last night. You know, he had 15, 15 off the bench. I mean, what more do you want? Rodney Hood give you 15 off the bench. Kevin Love give you 20. JR give you 13. What, what more do you want on a night where Steph and Clay are both off? They scored 21 points together. You got 15 from Rodney Hood. You got 13 from JR. You got 20 from, from, from Kevin Love. 20 and 13, by the way, from Kevin Love. What else do you want, LeBron? Like, what else do you want if you LeBron at home? Game three, you're down 2-0. You shouldn't need any fire. You shouldn't need any fire. Down 2-0 in the NBA Finals. At home, game three. You know? And then, you know, uh, I can remember a play, I believe it was like, um, it was back-to-back plays in the fourth quarter with about three minutes left. Kevin Love gets the ball. The first time he gets it on Iggy. I forgot Iggy did play. He did come back in the game. Um, now, not, now that my memory serves me correct, Iggy did come back in the game. Uh, about three minutes left, Kevin Love, LeBron dumps the ball off to Kevin Love, which which is which is which is just unbeknownst to me on why why Kevin Love is 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 actually getting that ball in that spot of the game. Um when he got Kevin Durant on him. Kevin Durant it Kevin Durant and, and I get it, Kevin Durant is six eleven. Kevin Durant cannot guard LeBron. Why are you dumping it into Kevin Love with Iguodala? The first time they got away with it, I thought Iguodala got him early on that play. 
I thought he fouled him on the drive, but they called a phantom foul call on the rip through. I thought that was a good uh rip uh by by Iguodala. And then what does LeBron do? The very next the very next time down the court, what does he do? He dumps the ball down to 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 to, to, to Kevin Love again. This time he gets stripped by Iguodala, which is how it should have been two plays in a row. And then what happens? Steph come down the court in transition, crosses Rodney Hood over. He, he don't know whether to take the guy in the corner or to take Steph, which is crazy to me. Why are you – Steph got the ball. I don't care what kind of game he's having. I don't care what, what, what kind of game Steph Curry's having. He can go off at any moment in the game. He had just hit the layup, so he's seen, so he seen the ball go through the hoop for his second bucket. He 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 finally sees the ball go through the hoop for a second bucket on the on the little backdoor cut on Jared Smith, which he probably should have got a foul call for. And then LeBron come back down the court, pops it to to Kevin Love. He gets the steal. They get out in transition. Rodney Hood, Rodney Hood. You always, always, always guard Steph Curry. I don't care who else. I don't care who's standing over there in the corner. Why would you leave Steph Curry just because he's trying to pass the ball? What does he do? He hit a three. And that just and that and that kind of got them going. That kind of got them going. Uh that that three from Steph Curry kind of got them going. They went up 101 to 97. And then just a play that I really want to that that I really want to hearken on. LeBron, LeBron gets the ball with 121 left. He gets Steph Curry on him. They're down three. Uh I believe, yeah, I believe they was down three. 103 to 100 at the time. Yes, 103 to 100. Golden State was 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 ahead. 121 left. He gets to switch on Steph Curry. He backs him down, backs him down. He drives back to the middle of the floor, gets up in the air, and dumps the ball off to Tristan Thompson. Now, I want to see LeBron score in that situation. This is not like game one when he had Steph on him at the top of the key and he had a open back-cutting backdoor George Hill. This ain't that play for the win or at least to go up one. This is you're down three, my guy. You're down three. You got Steph Curry on you. You need a bucket. You need a bucket. Why are you passing the ball to Tristan Thompson, who was not even open? We can justify George Hill. As people call us LeBron apologists, when I don't think we're apologists, I just think some of the some of the criticism he get is way unfair because we put way more pressure on him than we did any other superstar. Like, if Jordan is so-called a GOAT, which I do believe that he is, why didn't we hold Jordan to that same standard? That that that's that's the only time I would really defend LeBron. When he's wrong, he's wrong. Why are you passing the ball to Tristan Thompson, who wasn't even open when you got Steph Curry guarding you and you're down three? Then what happened? The very next possession, Kevin Durant. LeBron is on Kevin Durant. And and let's just let's just LeBron didn't want any parts of KD last night. You know, if we can sit there and say Kevin Durant wanted no parts of LeBron in game one, fine, whatever. You can say whatever you want to say. LeBron was putting it up on him. But Kevin Durant last night was in a different zone. He had a different mentality, and you've seen it. When he hit that three with 50 seconds left, LeBron gets the switch on him. I mean, LeBron is on him. Curry sets a weak screen. I mean, the. They have been talking about the screen game for for Cleveland, the pick and their pick and roll defense. You know the whole the whole series, because they want to try to switch everything. At that moment in the game, I want to see 20, 2010 LeBron. I want to see twenty eleven LeBron. I want to see twenty twelve LeBron. I want to even see twenty thirteen LeBron. I want to see that LeBron where. I want to see, series one LeBron, where. Oladipo is going off, and I'm going to take that challenge. I want Oladipo. I want to see that last night with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is going off all night. He's going off all night. He's hitting threes. Bat to bat to bat in anybody's face. Mid-range game. Pull up. One-two. Dribble. Pull up. That's what I want to see LeBron do, and that's what I hate that he doesn't do. LeBron let people off the hook so bad. Like, I can go back to the first quarter. Steph Curry got two fouls. 
He gets a switch. LeBron gets the switch on Steph Curry. He puts him in the post, and what does he do? Instead of going at him, he, he kicks the ball out, and they miss the shot. Why, LeBron, when you got an opportunity to sit Steph on the bench literally for the whole first half? Because, I, excuse me, I do believe if Steph Curry had got three first quarter fouls, Steve Kerr wouldn't have left him in the game. Steve, and I don't believe Steve Kerr would have put him back in the game, especially the way that Kevin Durant was still balling anyways. He, they didn't need him. Steph only hit one shot through the first three quarters. He hit one shot through the first three quarters. His other two baskets came in the fourth quarter. One on the one on the um one on the lay-in, and then the next possession he come back and hits the three. Those are his 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 other two field goals. He only hit three field goals the whole game. And LeBron got a prime opportunity to get Steph Curry into foul trouble. He already got two fouls. You you give third you give Steph his third foul in the first quarter, you win the game probably. Because now he don't even have a chance to even get in that rhythm. Because now guys like Swaggy P gotta play. Guys like Quinn Cook gotta play. You probably gonna you probably gonna you probably gonna have to play Iggy more now. You probably gonna have to play Clay more now. You probably can't get those guys the same rest. Sean Livingston is gonna have to play more. That's who you want playing. LeBron let so many guys off the hook with his bad offense. And sometimes it's good offense. Sometimes, you know, I understand hitting the right play. But I but sometimes I, I, I always tell people, I'm a context guy. I'm a context guy. You can do the exact same thing two times in a row, three times in a row, four times in a row. And... I would probably find a way to tell you how it's different, all based on context. Game one, like I said earlier, with Steph Curry guarding him at the top of the key with eight seconds left, you got a wide open layup for George Hill. You make that play. Because if Klay Thompson doesn't grab him, they go up by one. That's a that's an easy. I mean, that's my daughter probably could have laid that up if 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 Klay Thompson don't grab him. You make that play. Last night. You have to make a different play, and it's not passing the ball because I don't trust anybody else to come back except for you, LeBron. Unless you're giving them a a a a a a, a alley oop dunk, easy dunk, or easy little drop in layup dunk. I don't want to see you pass the ball to Jeff Green down in the post and let him dribble the ball 15 times just to just just to lose it. I, I don't want to see that. Every time he did it last night, I called it. Passed the ball. As soon as he passed the ball, kicked the ball out. Too, too, too much dribbling. Too much dribbling. Too much dribbling. What happens? They 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 get a turnover. I don't want to see LeBron pass the ball to, to, to George Hill and let him get 14 dribbles. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't like. It seemed like nobody last night, honestly. And although JR didn't have a great shooting night. But outside of uh, Kevin Love, Rodney Hood, and J.R. Smith, I didn't see anybody wanting to take the shot last night. I would have probably rather Clarkson in there as much as I hate Clarkson because all he does is jack so shot. At least I would have knew that he's not scared. After the game I tweeted out last night, it seemed like LeBron was scared. Like, it, it really seemed like... He was scared. He did not want to shoot. He kept deferring early in the shot clock. He kept shooting the ball late in the shot clock when he had no other choice instead of trying to be aggressive. LeBron jump shot wasn't working last night. He was off. I think what he was one of five from three. He hit that one late three late and he had no choice but to shoot it because they were already losing at that point. And and, and, and it was only like 30 seconds or something like that left when he hit that three. But LeBron jump shot works best when he's feeling it, when he's shooting a ball in rhythm. Like when he's shooting it in rhythm. When he's coming down the court and saying, you know what? This is my shot here. Those are the ones he hit. In game one, look at him. Look at what he was doing. He just coming down court pulling up. Last night, I seen LeBron hesitate on so many open shots. When he come off that, when he come off that elbow pick and roll, every time he turned that corner, 
Um, normally, LeBron is going for he he he's pulling up and shoot that mid range jumper, that eighteen foot jumper, or he's going or he's putting his head down, going to the rim. Last night, I seen LeBron come off that elbow jumper, and he 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 looked like he he wasn't even interested. It looked like he didn't even want to play. And in terms that explains why his jumper was not working because when LeBron is a rhythm shooter. He never got in the rhythm because he never wanted to shoot last night. He wanted to put all the onus on his teammates. And I'm sorry, you're the best player in the world. Why are you passing the ball out to lesser players? That literally makes no sense to me. It it just it 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 literally makes no sense. While you're passing the ball to George Hill, while you're passing the ball to Jeff Green, while you're passing the ball to J.R. Smith in crunch time, unless you're getting those guys wide open threes and they wasn't wide open threes because they had to dribble, 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 dribble. Okay, now I'm going to shoot the ball. LeBron, I don't want to see that crap, man. I don't. I don't. You're the best player in the world. Most people recognize that. We want to see you do best player in the world type stuff. And passing the ball to Tristan Thompson for him to dribble and, and shoot a shoot a, a, a hook shot, that that that's not what we want to see. That's not what we want to see. We want to see LeBron James pick people apart like what Kevin Durant did last night. Kevin Durant was up for the challenge. Kevin Durant said, you know what? Steph ain't having a good night. Clay ain't having a good night. It's up to me. And what did he do? Every time he got the ball, you seen his mindset. His mindset was, I'm going to get to the rim. You're not going to stop me. I don't care who's guarding me. LeBron, come on. And LeBron was not up for that challenge. He passed them off to Kevin Love. He passed them off to Rodney Hood. You're the best player, LeBron. I want to see you guard Kevin Durant in, in that spot. Now, I don't want to see him guarding Kevin Durant for the whole game. That's that's impossible. Like what most people want him to do. Jordan. Jordan will guard the best. No, Jordan didn't guard the best player because Jordan had Pippen and Jordan had Rodman guarding the best player. While Jordan was on some guy that, that couldn't even dribble. So he could score. And that's what I want from LeBron. If you're not going to guard Kevin Durant the whole game, at least score. At least be a scorer. That's why you're not guarding Kevin Durant, right? So you can so you can rest, so you can be have more energy on the offense end. Because I do believe his team do need him to be more efficient on the offense end than they do on the defense end. They need his they need his scoring more than they need his defense. But if you're not gonna guard Kevin Durant, at least score the basketball, LeBron. I don't want to see 33 and 10 when you should have had 53, 10 and 11. Or 53, 10, and 5. I, I listen, I don't I don't want to see you pass the ball. I want to see you be aggressive from the start. I want to see game one, LeBron. Because I believe game one, LeBron, gets this win. Game one, LeBron, gets gets that win last night without Steph Curry and Klay Thompson having a good night. But he wanted to be passive, LeBron. How, How can you be passive in the NBA Finals? When none of these guys have proven that they can guard you. You get a matchup on Steph and you don't take advantage of it. You get a matchup on Steph and you pass it up. Steph is in foul trouble. You got him in the post and you don't attack him in the post. He's either going to let you score, LeBron, or, you, or you're going to get a foul and go to the line. Either way, it's a win-win for you because you're getting points. You, you, you're going to the line and or he, he, he's getting in foul trouble, more foul trouble. He's out of the game. I don't get it. He lets people off the hook way more than a lot of people want him, than a lot of his 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 fans like to like to put on. But see, I'm a realist and, and I like to tell the truth. Wrong is wrong, right is right, you know? And last night LeBron played soft. He played scared. He played like he played like 20, 20 uh 2011 LeBron last night. That's what he played like. He played like 2011 LeBron. Which is which has gotten a lot of a lot of questions to surface whether or not KD has t- has overtaken LeBron. Now, I personally hate this question, man. I I really do hate this question, and I'm gonna tell you why I hate this question. I hate this question just because when a guy is winning, they wanna they wanna ask, is he better than LeBron? Now, 
and a lot of people make that as a slight to LeBron. Let's like like can can we just um can we just be be realist here and can we just uh note the fact that uh how is a guy that's in his 15th year 15th his 15th season get this now cuz 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 this really just makes absolutely no sense at all to me how is a guy that's in his sick that's in his 15th nba season how is it a slight to him who's who's been the best player in the league for easily 10 years nine at nine at best but i'm definitely going to say 10 how 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 can a guy in his 15th year 33 years old has played as many as many minutes as, as he's played been to as many finals as he hit how is it a slight that somebody now who's who who's by the way who's younger who's younger younger than he is Kevin Durant is only 29 LeBron is 33 now most people say oh that's only four years but you think about the miles that LeBron got on his legs and the miles that KD got on his leg so those four years is really basically like six or seven years the the Kevin Durant is in his 11th season. LeBron is in his 15th season. LeBron has actually played like an extra two seasons already. So it's like Kevin Durant is in his 11th season. LeBron is in his, what, uh, 17th year? But anyways, how is a guy that's in his 15th year, who's been the best player for about 10 years, how is it a slight? Why do people find it and try to make it a slight to him that somebody now could be better than him? I mean, you're not going to be the best forever, you know? When Kobe, when Kobe was the best player in the league and LeBron took that over, nobody slighted Kobe. Nobody tried to make 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 him feel like, oh, well, you're not the best player no more. So you're so so you're trash. Like nobody did that. We just recognized greatness. It's 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 LeBron's time. We knew it would come. Boom, he's the best player. With LeBron, we try to make it seem like it's a slight to him that somebody could actually be better than him. That makes no sense to me. Even if Kevin Durant was better, which I don't think he will, and I'm going to explain why. Why why should that be a bad thing for LeBron? He's in his 15th year. It should be worse for everybody else. Honestly, when when you think about it, that a guy that's in his 15th year that didn't play as many minutes as, as, as this guy has played, how can he still be the best? It should be a slight to everybody else. Because how are y'all not on this guy level yet? Y'all haven't played as many games as him. Y'all haven't, y'all haven't, y'all haven't been in the NBA as long as him. It should be a slight to everybody else, but since it's LeBron, we make it a slight to him that somebody could actually be better. We did it with Curry. LeBron is this and that, and look at Curry, you know. And now it's Kevin Durant. It's like every, it's like almost every year is somebody different. It's Kevin Durant one year. It's, it's Steph Curry in the middle of the year. By the end of the year, it's Kevin Durant again. Like, when are we going to stop that? When are we going to just say, LeBron is the best because he is. Kevin Durant is the second best player, but he's on the best team. So, normally, nine times out of ten, the best teams are going to win, regardless if they have the best player. Ask Jordan about that. People were saying Jordan was the best, but he was still losing, right? How can you be the greatest if you're losing? Because that's what they do to LeBron. How can you be the greatest if you're losing? When 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 they don't realize basketball is a team game, I tell people all the time when I'm when I'm debating with them on Facebook or Twitter or in person, you know, my friends or whatever. If we were playing golf or we were playing tennis or if we were swimming, you know, if this was Michael Phelps against whoever, Serena against Sharapova or all these other people, uh, Tiger against Phil and Rory, you would have a when you bring up the ring or the championship argument, you would definitely have a legitimate argument. But we're playing the ultimate team game. We're we're playing we're playing a team game, and we've show and and LeBron have showed you over the years it does not matter how good you are if the other team is just better. <laughs> Think about it. 2015, he loses Kyrie in game one. He loses Kevin Love in the Boston series in the conference finals, right? Uh, the game that Kyrie did get hurt in, they actually went to overtime in that game, and 
two blown calls against LeBron in that game one uh, in 2015. They should have won that game because of two blown calls. Uh, the one on Iggy, and then I couldn't remember who who the other one was on. Uh, but um, LeBron averages in that series, what he averaged, uh, 30... 33 led both teams in 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 score and scoring assists and points with his uh with Della Dova being his second best player and then he comes back and win it that the 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 next year but then last year he he averages 35 no, thirty five was the first year. Thirty three was 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 this year. Well, it was last year. Thirty five was in twenty fifteen, and he loses. He averages thirty five and loses. What does that tell you? A guy that's averaging thirty five points in the finals and he still lose. Last year he averages thirty three, uh, almost averaged a triple double, lead both teams in scoring, rebounds, assists, and steals again and block, and he still loses. So. That shows you right there, it doesn't matter how great you are if the other team is just better. So can we just stop this nonsense that Kevin Durant is a better basketball player than LeBron James when the only thing he does better, and I repeat, the only thing he does better is score the basketball and it's not even by a a, a bigger margin. He's only averaging about one to two points more a game than LeBron. So if that's all you do better than me and you only averaging, averaging two to three points more than me, even if it was five points, if that's all you do better than me, how can you be better than me? When basketball is more about when when basketball is 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 honestly more than just shooting, you got a rebound. I think we'll get an edge there to LeBron. You got to assist the ball. You got to be able to pass the ball. I think we're going to give LeBron the edge there. Individual defense. I think we'll give LeBron there. I've never seen Kevin Durant guarding point guards or guarding the best player on any other team. If it wasn't at his position when 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 time was needed, I've seen LeBron guard Tony Parker when Tony Parker was young and healthy. I've seen him guard MVP Derrick Rose and lock him down when they needed when they needed that. I you know I I, I seen that. I seen him go in the post and shut down you know big guys. You know I I like I've seen that. So rebounding, assists, defense. We're gonna give that to LeBron. Kevin Durant is just on the better team. And when you're on a better team, you're going to look better. You're going to be able to hang loose. You're going to be able to have that swagger about him. Where was that same swagger from KD and OKC when they were up 3-1 on Golden State in 2016? Where, where was that same Kevin Durant? Because we didn't see this Kevin Durant here. We didn't see that, oh, I'm going to go at you every play, look at you like I'm the man. We didn't see that when he was the man. When he had a three-one lead, we didn't see that. So now all of a sudden he's playing on Golden. He's playing with Golden State Warriors. Joined the seventy-three and nine team. Joined three other All Stars. Joined a two-time MVP. The only unanimous MVP to ever walk the face of this earth to play basketball. How? And now all of a sudden he's better just because his team. Just because his team is winning. That that don't make any sense. And LeBron is it, it it LeBron is still averaging about thirty six points per game for the series. He he he's still averaging about thirty six points for the series, and they're down three zero. Now I do, like I said earlier in the game, I credit this loss to LeBron. This loss goes to LeBron. But for a guy that's that's averaging thirty some points in the series. Well, now he's averaging 27. Well, that's just the season. He's averaging 36 points per game this 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 uh this finals. How and they're still losing. And and the questions are now is whether or not Kevin Durant is better? <laughs> Cuz he had a 43 point game. What about LeBron's 51 point game? Are we going to are are we just going to throw that to the side? So I guess that that never happened, right? The 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 fifty one point game, that didn't happen. I'm I'm guessing. So, how can he be better? I I I I just want somebody to really entertain that idea and explain to me how is Kevin Durant better? Just because his team is winning, 
I can't equate you with being the best just because your team is winning. You're you're on the best team. You're you're on the best team. That's 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 all it is. Point blank period. You're not better. Because all the all the things that LeBron has done this season, you know, um, I mean, think about it, right? They say Kevin Durant for the regular season averaged 26.4 points per game on 51.6% shooting, right? 88.9% free throw percentage. LeBron averaged 27.5, 54.2% shooting, 73.1% of free throw. So what what has Kevin Durant done that's better? You're gonna say he's playing with Steph, but he 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 chose that, right? He did that. He did that. In the postseason, LeBron is is leading all scores 34.5 points per game. Kevin Durant is at 29.29.4. Then he has Steph at 24.7. Now I'm not now you know I'm 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 not a I'm not a very smart guy. But I'm I think I'm pretty intelligent, you know, a little bit. I think I got a little brains. I'm I'm pretty sure, you know, that 34 uh beats that um it beats that 29. Last I checked. So you say he's a better scorer. He 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 Kevin Durant is more of a efficient, lethal scorer. His 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 efficiency normally is so much better because he's a better shooter, you know. He he he's 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 a better raw shooter. Forget the numbers, you know. Forget the the shooting percentage, because a lot of LeBron shots sometimes are mostly in the paint. So that's why I tell people not to look at numbers as much, because those sometimes sometimes the numbers can get a little skewed, especially when we're talking about percentages. Just like last night, you look at LeBron thirty three ten and eleven, you you think he had a good game until you watch the game and you realize like, like I said, he should have had fifty three. Because nobody can guard him. He got two feet in the lane, I don't know how many times, and got up in the air and passed the ball out to somebody else, which is just unbenign. I just do not understand that at all. You know? And also, with a game three loss, down 3-0, more questions have seen the surface. Will this be LeBron's final game in Cleveland? And I say yes. I think this is LeBron's final game in Cleveland. Uh, I think game four, I think they lose game four. Uh, we'll get deep, deeper into that tomorrow uh, before the game. But I think they lose game four. And I believe this is LeBron's last game in Cleveland regardless. I don't, because even if they win game four, I don't see them coming back to Cleveland for game six. Not the way LeBron is playing right now. Not the passive LeBron. I don't see them coming back to Cleveland for game six. So I think this game right here is going to be LeBron's last last game in Cleveland. I think everybody, think all the fans should uh, appreciate this for what it is. Um, take all the pictures you want. Make sure you go to the game. Make sure you tune in because I think this will be the last time we see LeBron James in the Cleveland Cavalier jersey. Uh, and I don't even think it's honestly close. The only reason I would see that he that he would stay is because, you know, he's probably uh, be getting ready to retire in, you know, a f- couple more years. I think he got about five more years left in him. Uh, and that's where he'll want to spend his, 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 his last moments in Cleveland without moving his family. You know, I know when I was in the military, that's one of the main reasons I got out of the military because I didn't want to keep moving, you know, with my kids. So maybe that'll be the only thing that I can see or a reason why I would see LeBron James would be staying in Cleveland. But um, just the fact of basketball reasons, I don't see why he stays in Cleveland. I don't see, I don't see, because on a night where he did have 33, 10, and 11, it's over 50% shooting. And we're still being critical because we know he can do more. But if he had a, you know, uh, and and I'm going to say better supporting cast, even though he got the numbers last night, the timeliness of his supporting cast, like, you take it back to that Houston Golden State series. Chris Paul didn't necessarily have great games. The problem is in the spots when they needed a bucket, he was there to deliver those buckets. And that's what people remember. Who cares about how good how 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 poorly you played? Because the only thing people care about now is crunch time. What did you do in crunch time? 
What did you do when the likes was bright? Was was bright? What did you do at the greatest moments, the greatest heights in the game? And Chris Paul in that Golden State series was hitting timely big shot after big shot after big shot. So I think that's really what he need. Another teammate that 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 can kind of help him shoulder that load. Kevin Love is not that guy. He got him 20 and 13 last night, which should have been enough for last night. But we're talking about consistently, and we're talking about somebody whose probably body is worn down, who actually need a guy who can just take over when he's trying to be passive, when he's just trying to pass the ball. Like KD did last night when Steph was having an off night. LeBron don't have that guy. LeBron can't go 3 three or 16 with 11 points, and they win the game by 8. I think we can all agree on that. And and that just speaks to how great this Golden State Warriors team really is. You know? Um, when Steph Curry can go 3 of 16, 11 points, and they still win the game. When Steph Curry only have one field goal through the first three quarters until like two minutes left in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Before he hits his, his, his next field goal. And they were still winning. That 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 doesn't happen with LeBron. That that does not happen on a LeBron team on this Cleveland Cavaliers team. If LeBron goes three or thirteen, and they win the game, it it just it just doesn't happen. So I think tomorrow night will be the last game in Cleveland for LeBron. Either way, because I don't see them coming back to to Cleveland for game six. I think Golden State closes them out in four. But if not, they I'm I'm sure they're gonna close them out at at um you know. In, in Oracle. And then, you know, uh, another thing that I was seeing yesterday, LeBron press conference, um, I'm an ultimate competitor. I'm an ultimate competitor, and I'm a, I'm a very good sport when I play sports. You know, if you, if, 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 if me and you are playing and you beat me, after the game, I'm probably going to tell you, hey, bro, hey, good game, you know. But not if we play a series. And last night, you know, hearing some of LeBron's comments, that KD's assassin, this team is just so, you know, I don't like that from 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 the start because I'm a gritty player and I don't care who you are. I believe I can beat anybody. That's the that's just my mindset. And I'm not gonna give you no credit until after the series. After the series, yeah, yeah, they, they were tough. They're gonna be an all-time great team. At that moment, you can you can heap those praises because the series is over. You still got another game, and it almost seemed like you're conceding. It almost seemed like it, it, it almost seemed like he's literally giving up. And and, and 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 out of your star player, I don't want to see that. Out of LeBron James, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I just don't. I want I want to see you be a dog. You can't be a dog giving praises, honestly. Not those kind of praises, in my opinion. You 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 cannot that's why it's unpopular opinion. I you cannot be a dog giving people opinions don't while the series is still going on. Yeah, there's just a all-time great team, you know, Kevin Durant is, you know, is one of the best players we ever scores we ever seen in this league. Like, I don't want to hear that, LeBron. I don't want to hear that from you. Let J.R. Smith say that. Let Tristan say that. Kevin Love. I don't want to hear that those comments from one LeBron James, I do not want to hear that. It's so aggravating to hear LeBron James talk like that. That it is just it, you know it it that's it's 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 frustrating because I want him to be more doggish. I want him to be more Kobe like. I want him to be more Jordan like in his attitude. Not really his his gameplay, his attitude. Because I think I think at that point, LeBron James would still be LeBron James. Just looking to score. And I've always said LeBron James is best when he's looking to score. Why? Because that gets the double teams to come. And that gives you what you want. You being aggressive gives you what you want already. You want to be able to pass the ball. You are a pass-first guy. You've always been that way from the time he came in the league. So I don't understand why people knock him for being a pass-first guy. But in certain moments, like I said, context is everything. At certain moments, we don't want you to be passive. 
And I think if he comes out and, and have the mindset of being aggressive from the start, I think it gives him exactly what he wants. Because now we can say, oh, look at that double team. He kicked it out to a wide-open George Hill. He kicked it out to a wide-open Kevin Love. He kicked it out to a wide-open J.R. Smith. You know, that that's what we'll be saying. Now we're saying, why are you giving up the ball when you only got one defender? If he's come out and be aggressive, his shot is going to work. It opens up the offense. It opens up all those great passes that he liked. I, I just don't I just hope that we see something better from LeBron in game in game four because this game was just pathetic this game was putrid I don't care about the 33 10 11 I, I I just don't because I watch the games you know I don't care about your stats you know the stats is for the is for those stat watchers and 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 highlight watchers you know on Twitter and Facebook that's 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 what ESPN and the highlights are for People that actually watch the game, we don't care about that 33-10-11, LeBron, because we want to see that dog. We want to see you take over because the game was right there. It's not like y'all was losing by 10 or something in the fourth quarter. Y'all was winning at one point. You were only down by one. You was only down by three. You was only down by possession. You were up by possession. We want to see you take over. We do not want to see you pass the ball to Tristan Thompson. We do not want to see you pass the ball, dump the ball from Jeff Green, dump the ball to Jeff Green at the top of the key and him down there on the block. I don't want to see that. I, I don't want to see him take 15 dribbles. I don't, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see LeBron take 15 dribbles. So, hopefully in game four, he's a little bit better. Uh, staying right here in the NBA, uh, James Harden voted, you know, the most valuable player for the second year in a row by his peers. Uh, second year in a row, two times in three years. Uh, I didn't think he should have won last year, obviously, because I think last year what Russ did, the triple double thing, and then to get his team in the in the in the playoffs, when in the sixth seed last year without any all stars, I think that was more impressive than what James Harden did uh the year before. Uh, but I think James Harden should definitely win MVP this year. I think he will win MVP this year. I think it's. I don't think it's going to be close. I don't think he's going to be a unanimous because I do believe. I know I've seen some analysts who who has a MVP vote said that they will vote for LeBron. They have voted for LeBron, so I don't. It's not going to be unanimous. But I think he definitely deserves the MVP this year. Uh, with the stats that that, that he actually put up, so definitely uh, a big congrats to uh to to James Harden, and then you know. I got word today. Uh, I seen a video. Um, Malcolm Jenkins, you know, they did a little thing. Of course, they was asking him about, uh, you know, the president and, you know, them getting the offer to the White House rescinded. And we all know how I feel about that because I said I thought Donald Trump should have did that as well. Um, I mean, maybe 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 he shouldn't have probably counseled it, but I I understand why he counseled it. You know, it makes sense to me why he canceled, you know, uh, and now everybody getting fake mad about it. Uh, you know, Doug Peterson was saying he wanted to go to the white house, which he probably did, but, uh, we didn't hear anything from you before. So just to me, just shut up. Honestly, you're just doing it as a publicity stunt. Um, but the players who's already on record of saying that they wasn't going to go Malcolm Jenkins did an interview yesterday. You know, he, he, he didn't even talk. He probably said about three words and the rest was, was, was all on cardboard. You know, he had uh several different things written out on the cardboard. You know, he had you aren't listening, which he you know, he was the I and I hate when, I know what the reporters were doing cuz they 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 want him to say it, but I understand why Malcolm Jenkins didn't say anything either, which was very smart. Because the more he talks, the the focus then doesn't shift from what he's saying, what he put on the card. It's saying what comes out of his mouth. So, so, so instead of him just talking about it and people mis misconstruing his words or trying to, you know, ask him another question and he has to, you know, rephrase or whatever, he's writing on the board. You know, some of the stuff he was writing on the board was, you know, uh, about police brutality. You know, like four hundred and thirty something people had all been shot. Twenty five percent of them by the police. Twenty five percent of them has been African American uh, males. <laughs> Uh, you know, he also put, you know, he also had on one of the cars, he, he mentioned something about um, there's been 200,000 uh, juveniles that's been tried into the criminal system as an adult for nonviolent crimes, you know. So basically what he's doing, he's raising that awareness of, sh- of trying to show people this is why we this is why we kneel for the national anthem. This is why we're not standing for the national anthem, because this country says that 
that you guys care about everybody as a whole and you don't. So, you know, he also mentioned guys like uh Anquan Bolden and on one of his on one of his poster boards, Anquan Bolden, Doug Baldwin, uh Richard Sherman, Devin McCourty, Josh Norman, Michael Bennett, you know, just just to name a few. He had a lot of, a couple different names. Chris Long was on there. Uh, you know, so I actually like what he was doing because now the focus don't is not shifted on Malcolm Jenkins. It's not shifted on the Eagles. It's not shifted on oh what this guy said. Because all they can go by is what was written on the card. They ask the question, he hold up a different card every time, you know? So I actually liked it. I actually like what he was doing, you know, bringing awareness. I just don't like all the fake mad people that's mad because I you're just mad because it's Donald Trump, honestly. Let's just let's just face it, you know. Uh because not a lot of people get mad when nobody want to go to the White House. Like like why are we not as outraged for people not wanting to go to the White House? You know, something that's supposed to have been of tradition, you know? But we get mad because he he takes away their offer to come to the White House. Like, I, it, it makes no sense to me. It, it, it honestly don't. We don't get mad at the people for saying, no, I don't like you and I'm not going to go there. Regardless of whether or not you agree with it or not. Because I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't go to the White House under this current administration. But that's neither here nor there. I'm, the, 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 the point I'm trying to make is, why, why, why aren't we just as mad at the players for not wanting to go as Donald Trump saying, hey, don't worry about it. You, you know. We're not going to do that. That's, that's, that's my, I, I don't like hypocrites, you know, and, and, and that's what I feel people are being, you know, when, 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 when one person can say, no, I don't want to go. But when the other person say, all right, well then you can't come now, now it's a problem. You know, LeBron James, Steph Curry already said in their press conference uh the other day that no, neither team, regardless who win the finals will be going, but nobody got a problem with that, right? Nobody got a problem with that. But we have a problem when 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 the president says, All right, Golden State Warriors, y'all ain't invited to the to the to the uh to the uh White House. When you didn't want to go anyways, what is it to be mad about? <laughs> I, I, I think this generation is definitely a generation of of being fake mad, of being following trends. You know, I think we're the probably the most one of the most follow trend generations that I've ever seen, you know, uh so, but this is really a non-story at all. Like, why would you get mad because one guy said you can't come when you already didn't want to come anyways? You know, that, that it, it just it, it just does not make any sense for me. I also hear um, LeBron is is supposed to be meeting with the um, LeBron is supposed to be meeting with the um, with the Golden State Warriors and. I don't. I really don't understand why he would actually meet with the Golden State Warriors because nobody would care about how many championships you got. If, because I do think LeBron is a guy, type of guy that cares about what people are saying about him, but in a way he doesn't care. Uh, he doesn't let it affect him as much anymore as he did when he was younger. But you go to the Golden State Warriors. Who is who is who is actually saying that your um, championships would be legitimate? Cause I don't think nobody would. You can't go join up with literally two other MVP. When he did it in Miami, Dwayne Wade wasn't the MVP. He was a Finals MVP. You know, uh, Chris Bosh had never won MVP. Had only been to the playoffs but got bounced out. You know, uh, if he joins this Golden State Warriors team with Kevin Durant MVP, Steph Curry two-time MVP, one-time unanimous MVP, only one to ever do it. After winning two straight NBA titles over you, this would be the same as the KD move, and I and I would never forgive him. Uh, last night he already had me jumping off the bandwagon of LeBron because uh, he the, just the way he played last night. I just don't I I can't associate myself with that. I've never had an NBA, uh, NBA team anyways, a team to root for. I just always like certain players. So you know, but he 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 cannot go to Golden State. He goes to Golden State. This would be the ultimate betrayal. He'll be the ultimate fraud. None of, people already try to discount, you know, two of his titles anyways in Miami because he went to go play with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, uh, which really doesn't make any sense to me. But that's that's what it is. That's how it is when it's when it's LeBron James. But LeBron James, LeBron James 
cannot, and I repeat, LeBron James cannot go to the Golden State Warriors. I don't really understand why he's even meeting with them. And that's the kind of stuff that I have a problem with. Switching teams, I don't care, man. Because these owners and stuff, they'll trade you every single day of the week. It doesn't matter. But you cannot go to the Golden State Warriors if you're LeBron James. That's just... It's 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 a cop way out. That's going to be it for today, though, guys. Um, Make sure you catch my show uh, every weekday, Monday through Friday, here on Unpopular Opinion. Uh, I will definitely see you guys tomorrow. Make sure you tune in. I'm your boy, Grand Hefe. Out. See you guys tomorrow. Listen, 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 listen,